Hey, welcome back to the Prospects Nation podcast studio. Marcus Burnett joined by Brandon Clay, and today we're going to talk about the National Fall Showcase. Our 2013 date is approaching, but let's talk about the 2012 installment and the segue that it has provided for us. Brandon, it's the gift that keeps on giving. The gift we got last year was the Durr versus Cooper face-off. Tell them what we mean by that. Well, anytime you can get two players in, in Asia Durr and, and Taya Cooper, you know, who are arguably the two best guards, uh, point guards, shooting guard, however you want to describe them, in the country together in the same building, it's a big deal, let alone on the same floor. And, and we were fortunate enough to be able to do that last year. They squared off you know, at the, the National Fall Showcase. It was awesome. I mean, they played Connecticut, LSU, Maryland, Notre Dame. There were over 80 college coaches on hand just for a single night in session one, and then we have session two that we'll get to in a minute. When you're able to set a stage like that, what it does is, you know, those kids obviously everybody's really aware of, but it becomes the other kids who play in that game and who play on the other courts next to them, adjacent to them, all of those kids now begin to get love and get looks and, and different things that they did not have because we were able to get that matchup. So in a lot of ways, it's about the matchup directly. And, and obviously, Cooper and Dirk are competitors. They have a blast going at each other or playing with each other, whatever the case may be. But it's also about providing scholarship opportunities and looks for all the other kids based on the buzz generated on that single matchup. Nothing like the trickle-down effect when you talk <laughs> about exposure. Uh, next up, Jenny Vernett uh, out of Douglasville, Georgia. Well, Vernett is one of those kids when we talked about where, you know, she missed, you know, a good bit of the, the summer there with the Douglasville Lady Tigers. Um, and when she was playing, she was really, really good. Post-play, ended up going to Jacksonville. They had a coaching change. She stuck with that and now is on campus there. But that's an option that she didn't have, and she walked away. There was Presbyterian. There was Jacksonville. There was Winthrop. There were multiple schools really intrigued by her after her performance at the National Fall Showcase. Kaylee Bernard had a good uh, showcase as well. Well, and Bernard's a, a kid that – a 2014 grad, she actually will be back for the fall showcase here in a couple of weeks. Unfortunately for her, suffered an injury right after the showcase, but it established contact with schools like Clemson and Cincinnati, some different schools based off of the showcase and her play there. And so now we'll be coming back in a situation similar to Jenny, where she's looking to secure some things scholarship-wise and is going to be in great shape now almost you know six months out from returning to the floor and and we're going to see the kelly bernard that we're used to seeing i'm really excited for her to have this final opportunity in terms of the the travel club season before getting into high school where she plays for her father down in orlando and you mentioned her you mentioned her in your parting thoughts uh, last year's showcase talk about blair green out of the bluegrass state well blair green is is great She's such a talented young kid she actually came to our spring showdown as well during the 2013 season uh, with her Tennessee Fury team. It's always cool to watch younger kids in, in this environment, college coaches getting their first chance to see them, even if they are still in middle school, at least take a note with a highlighter and be able to get some mail out to them. And, you know, Green reminds us in her progression, maybe not her game style of play, but just in her progression and demeanor, a lot of Macy Morris, who's a 2015 kid, you know, right now going through the process, actually had some home visits and things this week. I actually had a chance to talk to her, and Green looks like she's going to be on that same progression and path where now coaches will, will be sending mails, sending questionnaires, the stuff that they can send at this age. 
then in the course of the future, earmarking, okay, we need to make sure we keep an eye on this kid, keep tabs on this kid. And I think in a lot of ways, it's great because it's the exact opposite end of the spectrum from Cooper and Dirk. You know, you've already got those stars. They're built. Their games are proven. The stage is set. So for a kid like Blair Green now, you're building the stage for her and, and giving her an opportunity to begin to create her name and create that same buzz that those other kids have already achieved. And it, it kind of brings everything full circle. Now, we talked about Asia Durr, uh, her game. Let's talk about one of her teammates, both on the high school and the club side, Jasmine Carter. Jasmine Carter was a, a star. You know, this actually was in session two on Sunday, switching gears. Same turnout, over 200 kids. Great college coach turnout. One of the schools on hand was Georgia, which is where Carter actually ended up uh, verbaling to. She was on her official visit last week for the big football game versus South Carolina, and Carter really used that weekend to solidify her status as a kid. You know, we were saying top back then. Now it's elite. We've changed the, the name. But, you know, an elite 150 prospect in the country where she currently resides right now on ProspectsNation.com, and a lot of it was due to the National Fall Showcase last year. Sierra Butler of uh, the Georgia Hoop Stars. Well, like Carter, Butler used that weekend to, to really ingrain that, hey, I'm, I'm pretty good at this game. Uh, you know, she was making that transition from underclassmen to, to a junior in high school. And, and at Norcross, it's loaded with players. Sometimes it's hard to get out of, out of the fog, you know, because there are so many kids that can play. Everybody's pretty good. So she was able to, to kind of do that on that weekend and establish that she's pretty good, still working through where she wants to go, has a plethora of options, just hasn't made a choice. Her sister, Patrice, actually is at Georgia Southern. Uh, and they're one of the schools involved with Sierra, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays itself out. But just another example of what the Fall Showcase does, seeing kids go from under to upperclassmen, and we'll see that again this year, I'm sure. And how did the National Showcase uh, there in 2012 fare for Brianna Ferris? <laughs> it fared really, really well to the tune of a scholarship to Long Island. You know, Long Island it had been kind of keeping an eye out. You know, we talked about people watching and keeping tabs on, you know, a Blair Green. Well, in this case, Long Island was keeping tabs on Brianna Ferris out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. And Gail Striegler and, and our staff came down. They actually had two coaches there on Friday night and on Sunday to watch Ferris play got her up that following week for a visit. She liked it. They liked her, put the offer on the table. She scooped, scored, took it to the house. Sounds like a win-win to me. Uh, April 27th uh, here. Uh, I'm sorry, September 27th. Man, I'm, I'm jumping the gun, man. <laughs> PSB can get you kind of carried away, man. I jumped about six or seven months. Uh, September 27th here in 2013, we'll have uh, session one for the National Fall Showcase. Session two will be on September 29th. Check out PeachStateBasketball.com for all previews and related information. Thanks again for joining us here on this podcast.